word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day, the first one, unofficially brought to us by Urban Dictionary, is a, more of a phrase than it is a word. Mm. Dead that tune. Dead that tune. Dead that tune. Uh, so to lower your tone. Lower your voice or lower your lower your tone is really what it means. Dead that, that. dead that tune. All right, and then the other word of the day is streptitious. Ooh. Strep strepitous. No, no, no. Strepitous. That's a strepitous. Boisterous or noisy. Yee yee. So uh, yeah, there you go. Yee yee, gang gang. Strepitous. That's the word of the day. Those are the words of the day. Yes. Uh, we're back, as you can tell. We're back in tip top shape. I don't think we're we're back like we never missed a beat. What has it been a week since we last spoke, Flynn? Yeah, I don't speak to you outside of this. You story. were yeah, because you were you were busy on Wednesday. Didn't want to do it, and then uh, I was also having computer troubles. So that that's what we didn't. That's why we didn't have a show, guys. Sorry, Flan just didn't want to talk to me. And then on top of it, the computer troubles were not not too favorable. But I still texted everybody and got their picks. How do you feel you did about your picks from Lotto's Locks? I think it was like five hundred. My Raider pick was a good one. I blew it on the Chargers and the Bills, but other than that, oh well, no, the Bills is a push. That's a tie because the Browns. Oh, I got a push too. The then. Browns were minus three, and the um, and I took the Bills plus three, so that's a push. So yeah, I went. I think I pushed on. Uh, I went four one and one. That was just the week I needed. We'll review that on on Wednesday. I though. got Penn State wrong, LSU right, Bills push. Actually, no, I didn't do that. Win. Didn't do that. <laughs> In hindsight. Actually, no, I went five hundred. There you go. What was the score of the Cardinals Bucks game? Uh, we'll be getting that a little bit later. But a little birdie maybe told me it was a 30 27. Yeah, so I got that one. So I picked Cardinals. So. I got the Giants and Jets one wrong. Mm. Even though I must say, Giants looked like that quarterback. Looked like that was not a bad pick fourth overall. Thank you, Flan. We will be getting to this later on in the show. Am I wrong? It's, I'm not, it's I'm not looking good so far. You may be wrong. How about that for a tease? All he right. may be wrong. Find out. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Let's get it on. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags of Fun Facts, a podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes, sponsorship-free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, and I am joined by my friend and co-host in that order, Brendan Flanagan. Heyo. How's it going, Flan? It's going good. Got a one-and-a-half game lead on the one number one seed that we're probably going to be back to about a half game tomorrow. Mm, not sounding too confident there. All right, we'll get to that a little bit later because uh, today is not about the 49ers. Today is about NFL football. The Pittsburgh Steelers. But we'll get to that a little bit later too. Um, how you been? Because as you mentioned in the beginning, we don't talk unless we're on this podcast. This is the only form of communication we have. Or if we're at the bar, 
but we were not at the bar this weekend. Yeah. Uh, what's happened since last week? Um, got married. Yeah. <laughs> had a kid. <laughs> Put some money in my 401k. Yeah. <laughs> Been very fucking responsible. Then got divorced. Oh. <laughs> Lost the kid. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. That took a dark turn very quick. All right. Uh, Died, so came back to life. <laughs> I am reborn. Yeah. Forever reborn. So. You, you know his name, not his story. So, all right. Thank you, Flynn. Uh, I have some. I have an alpha beta zeta for us. If you don't mm. mind me taking it this week, can I take mm. it for this episode? Yes. All right. So I was at Osceola's last night, our, our favorite watering hole. Uh-huh. Uh I'm boring you already. No, good, I'm tired. Good stuff. All right. So we're at our local watering hole. Uh, you're not there. I'm with um, a friend from high school, Olivia Bertaco, her boyfriend, and, and some friends there. And shout out to you, Olivia. And then she actually, I think she listens. She might. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know if she does. So we're there, and I look over to the right, and this was after, first off, the bouncer. I mean, the bouncer, I respect the dude. He knows who we are, right? But he is terrible at math. He is fucking terrible at math. He goes, it's a one-in-one-out policy, right? So when we get there, we're about four. There's a group of six of us, so we're already just like, fuck, this is going to be terrible. So uh, it gets up to us where we're there, and Olivia's first in line, and then he goes, hey, I just got, so after waiting like an extra five minutes, so at this point, we've been sitting outside for 15 minutes, and I'm just thinking to myself, this group is not going to last for very long. They're going to want us to go, and so we hang out there for 15 minutes. We finally get the okay because the bouncer goes, oh, I just got the okay. I can let six people in. He let four of us in and then cut off the other two at the end, and I just looked back, and I was just like, this motherfucker just said you can let six people in. He only lets four in, and then he puts his foot up like, nope, sorry, can't go in. And then luckily a couple more people, you know, trickled out of there. And then um, and then we got in there. But so we're sitting over in this we're sitting over in this corner and then we move over to the table because one clears up and we sit down and I see out of the peripheral vision, right? I see this about probably like five foot ten, five foot eleven woman, blonde hair. She's in like a really tight black dress and she got some blue heels on. Mm. And I'm just like, that's peculiar. And so I watch her and she goes out for a cigarette and she comes back in and she's chatting up this couple at the table. So uh, soon, I soon find out that this woman is demonstrating, I won't actually outrightly just say it, reckless speculation that she was, but she was demonstrating the behaviors and characteristics of a prostitute. So the alpha is prostitutes because respect to working girls, okay? She's out there trying to make a Prostitutes are in right now. They're very They're in, in, very in, very in, especially at this time of the year mm, when it's cold and lonely and yes, you're going to need some comfort. Yes. And, and they're sale because, hey, they got kids, too. They got to buy Chris- mm. Christmas presents, too, okay? So you could probably get yourself a Black Friday deal there. And then the beta would be mono because Ugh. this bitch was kissing everybody at that bar. Ouchie. Anybody that walked by, she was trying to recruit them to be, like, the fourth in her little twisted love, whatever you'd call it, square now. Now that's not a triangle because she was working this one couple who were eating her up and that not literally, Ooh. but you know what I mean. And then the she, tr- my head right she now. tries to, yeah, right there on the bar in front of God and everybody. And then she tries to recruit, she recruited, she tried to recruit like three different dudes who I think all, you? Picked, no, oh. who I think I was slightly offended. So I think all, all picked up on the fact that, yo, she's giving out some prostitute vibes. Like, I think I'm going to have to pay for play. It's not going to be one of those things where I just get lucky and I'm just in this menage a trois situation. And so immediately there I'm out because, you know, captain of the frugal team, like that's just not wise with your money. I'm not doing that. And so... You know, very I'm, smart. I'm watching these guys. I was three different dudes come through in a span of like 45 minutes, dude, and they're just sucking face with this couple <laughs> and her and this and this alleged prostitute. So mononucleosis probably out there, alive and well. So that's the beta there. And then 
the uh, the Zeta would be the the clientele carousel. The fact that she was anybody that was walking by, except for me. I'm slightly offended. Well, it was really our group. She didn't she didn't go after our group. I think we were too young for her. She was going after an older demographic. So, uh, but yeah, the clientele carousel was just weird. The different types of gentlemen who were coming up and just engaging in conversation, enjoying again, getting, getting some tongue slammed down their throat, <laughs> and then move on move on to uh, about their business. So yeah, the Alpha Beta Zeta, all from that one bar trip last night. Prostitutes, mono, and clientele. That's that's what you need to know about yes. about the uh, the story there. I well told you, man. Bad. It was good. You would have enjoyed it because it got to the point where I'd, I'd got everybody's attention at the table at it. So we were looking over at them. And then there's also some couple that just get lucky tongue punching each other mm. over there in the corner. But we were watching the prostitute work and she was working it. I love so, that. And as we walked out, I was ready to be like, you working or walking? But I didn't want to get in a fight. So I was just like, at this point, we're leaving. So let's just have a nice, calm, full exit. And uh, shout out to the woman who was demonstrating the prostitute characteristics because that's like flan said that's very in right now very very in, in. all right so with that now it is time for was you a zeta it was the zeta was the Wait, alpha and beta alpha beta zeta the uh, zeta was a clientele character uh, why what do you have do you have a zeta would you uh, like yeah to jared goff he's a little bitch okay lost. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to jared goff a little bit later uh i'm, I'm not gonna lie man i was i was i was a little worried going in that game i was a part of me that was just like all right we're gonna find out about another one of these young hot shot coaches and find out what happens and then about halfway through the game i started i was like i kind of relaxed a little bit and then i tightened up towards the end of the game and i was like all right we're, we're good but hole was tight Sphincter was engaged. Okay, so it's now time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. All right, no Tim, just because it's late and he has a life and he has to be up for work. So, you know, sorry, Tim, you're listening to this. I did text you. It was just a little late, so I'm, I'm sorry. All right, Tim, uh, stat of the day, courtesy from Tim. This is Walter Johnson. MLB great. 417 wins. 3,509 strikeouts, 110 shutouts, 12 20-win seasons, 11 seasons with an ERA below 2, and 531 complete games, all in 666 starts. Damn. He's a monster. His nickname is The Big Train. Walter oh. Johnson, 400, so 666 Little starts. Trains. He, he had 666 starts, devil's number. He had 500, 531 of those were complete games, 417 wins. He had 3,509 strikeouts, 110 shutouts, and had 12 20-win seasons, 11 seasons with an ERA below two. That's fucking insane. Insane on Lamo. Dude, you think he's on a pitch count? Load management? <laughs> what did Michael Jordan say? We pay you to play 82 games. <laughs> Look, Walter Johnson was getting paid to shut fuckers down for mm-hmm. 666 starts. That's crazy. Seriously. All right. So thank you, Tim, for that stat. Wait, oh. since we're in, can we do a baseball subject? Okay, sure. Go ahead. Giants hired a uh, GM today, Scott Harris, mm-hmm. and he's a big analytics guy. So it basically means Bumgarner is not coming back. I was gonna say that was on the winners losers list. So we're we oh. gonna just we're gonna knock that as a loss already, just right away. Um, I think it's a win because I think they're being good hands, but in terms of bum guard, I think it's a loss. New GM. So it's a win-loss, win-loss situation. It's a, yeah, I like to hire, just don't, I don't think bum guard is going to sign with them anymore. Win-loss scenario. Okay. All right. It's all analytics now. That was the thing he did not like. 
Oh, Bumgarner? Yeah, he's not an analyst uh, Mr. Let me just go out there and just throw a fucking, you Let know. just fucking dominate a whole damn playoff. 100%. No, I, I totally, yeah. What it, was that? What, uh, 2014? Yeah, legendary. That was Jordan-esque. I would say never be forgotten, but I did just momentarily forget which one it was. I just I will, I will <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was one of the most incredible. You know what? You know seen. what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna write myself a note, and I'm gonna go it every day so you don't forget. I'm gonna go home. Well, I am home. I'm gonna go before I go to bed. I'm gonna search up 2014 World Series and just you know relive some memories, rekindle that fire, uh, get it fresh in my brain, so that way I never forget again. I okay? like it. I like so it. Hashtag never forget. Mm-hmm. So. Flan, we got some talking points real quick. Let's just talk about this Alabama-LSU game that happened. It was on Lytle's locks. Down goes Alabama. We're going to talk about the AP pool a little bit later, but I just think it's fucking crazy. Anytime Alabama loses, man, it makes news. It's wild. Um, I'll be very mad if they make it to the playoff. If they make it into the playoff? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because they, they, right now it's, it's supposed to be Georgia and LSU in the championship, right? Yes, that's the tentative That's match. what it should be if they went out, if both teams went out. That's the or match, no, That's well, the projected matchup right now. Even if Georgia loses, they're still in this championship, right? Well, they've already lost. Well, Georgia's already lost one game, but they lost it to South Carolina. So I'd have to pull up the SEC. I don't know how the tiebreak works, but... SEC standings real quick. Here you go. So you got... So you already know it's going to be LSU going to have one spot and Ohio State going to have another Excuse me, spot. why did we go to this random-ass division when I want to look at the Southeastern Conference? There we go. Clemson, right, so Clem- it's Clemson, LSU, and Ohio State basically have the spots right now. The SEC West is LSU at 5-0, and Alabama at 5-1, and Auburn at 4-2, and and then the rest of them, Texas A&M, Mississippi, Mississippi State, Arkansas, you don't stand a chance. Has Auburn and Alabama played yet? No, they play in the Iron Bowl. That's the last game of the season. Oh, okay. So that's the last regular season game for both of them. And then Georgia. Oh, I would love it if they lost that game. In the SEC East, Georgia is 5-1. and one, Florida is 5-2. and two, And then Tennessee, South Carolina, Missouri. Georgia Everybody else, Florida thank you, already thank you, played, right? They played already. Georgia owns the tiebreaker there. So Georgia has to lose two games without Florida losing another one for them so to make it to the basically with the playoff, we already know th- three of the four teams. It's going to be Ohio State, Clemson, and LSU, most likely. If Georgia, d- if Georgia can manage to knock them off, yes. I mean, if, if, if they manage to beat Georgia, yes. Yeah, so that's the basis of there's just the one spot. It's probably going to be either be Georgia, Alabama, or Auburn. It's just dope to think that Alabama's in a spot where they totally fucked themselves because— Well, the thing is that they they should have fucked themselves two years ago, right? But they somehow snuck in and won the whole thing. I'm just saying, well, that's you know that's also part of the playoff committee. The problem with the playoff committee is that it's it's an ESPN-run entity. ESPN created yeah. this college football they playoff. They also have the ESPN SEC, so they try to put... Well, that too, but I'm saying ESPN created this whole college football. They were instrumental in creating the college football playoff. So they want to go with what's going to get ratings, and you got to take a look at what's in the South. Alabama football moves the, you know, moves the dial, man. It's like that's... Also, how about, speaking of NCAA, how about that... Uh Kid from Ohio State getting uh, moves the needle. That's what I was trying to say. Because he took a loan out to get his family. That's members. fucking ridiculous. Don't even give me started on it that. Back. Don't even give me started on that. Okay, it's it's ridiculous. And what was the other one about um, the Memphis kid for basketball got suspended for the whole year. And then he put a restraining order on him, so then he can play. It was like an appeal. He put a restra- got a temporary restraining order so he could play. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't hear about that. I was at no. the gym when I saw that. I forget his name. Weissman. Yeah, they're from Memphis. Yeah, he put up. He put a temporary restraining order to block whatever he was going to get suspended for so he could be eligible for the game i don't know if how long it lasts i thought it was he took he i thought it was like some like the coach at the time helped his family move when they were in like a junior high or high school maybe 
And then that, and they, they took the coaches being a booster, so they suspended him. Honestly, I just look at most of this stuff just like, who cares? Who fucking cares, man? Pay the, pay the athletes already. We already know you're doing it. So it's just like, why does this matter? Why does the NCAA parade around on this moral high ground and try to... Try yeah, to I wonder if there's going to be something other than the NCAA in about 20 years from now that's going to run it all. People have been talking about how the Power Five should just break off and create their own allegiance and just say, hey, we're the Power Five conferences. You can stay in the NCAA and we'll do a relegation system where we take like the five worst teams out of the Power Five conferences and we take them from the five best out of the NCAA. And at that point, like I said, I want to see North Dakota State and uh, move into the NCAA. I'd love to see that happen, but they won't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I want you That'd guys to wild. from FCS because I think they'd fuck shit up. I really do. I think that's a good program that they have over there, and they get a they run a certain type of, they get a certain type of uh, athlete to go there, and lots of grit, and then they and then they they make it happen. You know. Yeah. So I just want to look at this real quick. LSU schedule. This is why I'm I'm happy for LSU, even though they've beaten Florida. It's just because they've been fucking tested. All right. So LSU has played. They beat Texas when, when Texas was good. When Texas was really good, they or well, we thought Texas was good, they beat Texas. They beat Florida, and they beat Auburn. Those are all their ranked, and they beat Alabama. Those, so that's four oppo- wins over ranked opponents, right? Mm-hmm. Then you take a look at Alabama's schedule. Uh, they've beaten Duke, New Mexico State, Southern Miss, Texas A&M. Congratulations. They, they haven't beaten a top 25 team all year. So this was the first time they played a top 25 team. And well, actually, I think Mississippi was ranked at the time that they played, but um, and and it's just like you take a look at their schedule; it's fucking, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Duke, New Mexico State, Southern Miss, and then your other one is who's WCU? Western Carolina. Like, what do you what 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 is this? Nick Saban. This is why your team's gonna get shit pumped. I mean, and they even have all the athletes, and it's crazy that that happened. But um, that's why we're happy that it happened. Actually, is why because. Alabama's been taking this fucking cheat road where the SEC is so tough, so I'm going to schedule all these. And the SEC is tough, don't get me wrong, but it's also very top-heavy. Yeah. So, you know, the, you're beating up on the lower-tier SEC year after year after year. It's you got to test yourself for the top-heavy portion, and you got to do that by challenging yourself out of conference. Nick Saban does not go west anymore. I told I had that stat way back on one of the previous episodes where he's 1-4 one, one in, in games that are west of El Paso in his coaching career when he's been the head coach over his tenure at Michigan State, LSU, and Alabama, like the, the last three. The other thing, he's never really gone west unless it's a, pro, unless nope, a bowl game. unless it's a bowl game, yeah. And that most recent one that they lost to Clemson was in, was in Santa Clara. Last time he played a west team that wasn't in the bowl game was at USC then, and that was at Dallas That was the Dallas Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. They, got, they, they, they yeah. fucking rocked them. <laughs> so there is some level. I mean, Nick Saban's been very good as a head coach, don't get me wrong, but there is some level of just like he's done a very good job. He's protected that. He's padded his stats a little bit. In that he doesn't test himself, he's never been really, he's never willing to like truly test himself. He lets he lets the NCA do that for him with uh-huh. the college football playoff and whatnot. So I mean, he's still he's done a lot of winning though, so you can only knock him for so yeah. much. I want to move on to this real quick in the NBA, just a quick check in. So I want to make this absolutely abundantly clear: the Warriors uh, this season. Now there's a report that Steph Curry might not play all season. This is fucking ridiculous. This is horseshit. Although we are projected for the number one overall pick, which is kind of dope. So are they really? Yeah. In the interest, <laughs> How that's that? not actual wood that you're knocking on, but that's cool. Um, no, no, not okay. So, in the interest of, you know, like obviously, I want to see them tank because that'd, oh. be that'd be dope. That'd be dope because then they get nice. F- okay, was that was it? That's a fart. Okay, I was gonna be like, what are you, what are you doing there? They're releasing some gas. All right. So, <laughs> in the interest of them getting a top, a top tick, that would be amazing, right? Because everybody comes back and then you have this, you have this uh, lottery pick. I do say I am in love with this Miami Heat team. In the East over here, number four seed currently. They're six and three. 
There's just something about the Miami Heat. And oh, I, I have another question for you, though. Drip God, Tyler Hero, the rook, all right, the rookie from. <laughs> I have a question for you. What's up? From Kentucky. If Golden State ends up having a top five pick and Giannis says he's not going to re resign with. Milwaukee, and there's been rumors for like the last year that him and Curry have. Yeah. Am I you, trading that pick for Giannis? Easy, but then I guess who they'd probably want something else with it. Who are you thinking that they're going to trade? Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's a curious situation they they might run into. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick anything. I wouldn't trade anything other than the draft pick. I would try to just trade Giannis for the draft pick straight mm -hmm. up because it's like, hey. I'm giving you I'm giving you what could potentially replace Giannis in the, in the fact that you're getting a top maybe three pick you know from the draft and this is somebody that you can restructure your franchise around and mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, unless Giannis is just wet in threes, then that just becomes so unfair. But yeah, I like I like me some Tyler Hero from a. You got to tell me you got to listen to Tyler Hero talk and just the the slang that he uses and the Miami's the perfect place for Ty, Tyler Hero because this guy's from Milwaukee. Wisconsin ends up at Kentucky, and then now is in in uh, in Miami, and so it's finally he's found a home, a nice resting place for him. But Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, you got Bam Adebayo, Kelly Olynyk, Kendrick Nunn has been balling out. He was a former Warrior, and then you still have Justice Winslow and Dion Waiters, man. And did you hear about Dion Waiters? It sucks because we're gonna be missing Dion Waiters for ten games because Dion Waiters took an edible before a trip <laughs> on the team plane. And got so high that he had a panic attack. He had a panic <laughs> attack. That's just I thought, he had, I thought he had somebody had a stroke. No, he thought he was having a stroke oh. because he was having a panic attack. He got so high that he was so anxious he had no idea what was going on. And it's like I'll honestly say that that's probably the one side effect about about weed is that you just you focus you have these internal conversations with yourself. You become so introspective when you're high that you just all of a sudden you're just worrying worrying yourself. Or so I've heard. But <laughs> yeah, so I've heard. So I've heard. So a friend of a friend of a friend has told me because you know, well, you know. But uh, that's no. Yeah, it's just it's the one it's the one thing where it's just you'll overthink yourself to death and then you do stuff to that like that where you just get a panic attack and the next thing you know you're suspended ten games because you're just brutally honest that you got too baked on a on a homemade edible. Right now, the Miami Heat are currently the fourth seed at, at, at six and three, tied with the 76ers. And I know there's plenty of season left to go, but just look out for the Miami Heat because I will say with authority, this is officially a pro Miami Heat podcast. Dubs first, Heat second. We might come up with a third team, but Dubs first, Heat second. Um, yeah, I don't have a second team. Well, the podcast does. Uh, oh, well. I, you are a part of the podcast. I will move myself away from second teams. I stay away from second teams. Okay, fair. Alpha. But I'm I'm <laughs> looking forward to what this what this Miami Heat team does. I'll be happy for them. I'm not by any means. I'm jumping on. I the, will say this though. I'm I, jumping I, on the I, Heat bandwagon, but I'm not going to become a, a fan how, of the team. How, how's Dallas doing so far? Dallas. Oh, that was another prediction that I had. Right, six and three. They're also number four seed because I like that Porzingis and and um, Unicorn matchup that they. I mean, Porzingis and uh, Luca matchup that they got. Also, Porzingis not very good against the other. Uh, La, what's what was, what, where's he from? Latvian. 
The other uh, at the bar, what was that thing you got? <laughs> you got in a fight? <laughs> fucking seven foot skinny. Well, he's a Euro style. He's a Euro style big man, man. They don't like contact. Seven okay. Seven foot skinny. Euro ass style big man. Absolutely. Euro style big men stay on the outside. Right, foot guy. They don't like contact, so it does not surprise me that this man would not be a good fighter. Okay, because the ones that are good fighters from there, they're usually in the fucking octagon, so doing some crazy ass shit or in the boxing ring. Uh, he's on the basketball court. That should tell you all you should know about his fighting. But yeah, so. Oh, one one final note before we move on. I just want to note, LSU beat Bama and it's like some fucking savages. This is Alpha P2. Oh, I saw this. Alpha P2. They went over to the recruits that were visiting that week and told them, you should probably fucking reconsider about where you're thinking to go to school. Come play at LSU. And that's savage. I would love it if that was the game, like just, like just the whole turning point of Alabama like football. That's I it. Just d- that I recruiting d- class shows I up and is just like. I know, uh, I know. I know. I just, I just, like, kind of like how that what was that Wisconsin Michigan game earlier this year was just, an, just like an absolute embarrassment. I don't. I, I was hoping that was going to be like it was like thirty-three to like ten at halftime or whatever the hell it was, or at one point it was like a twenty-point lead. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that was going to happen, but then kind of came back. But <laughs> well, fuck. you know, it happens. Yeah. Well, there's always next year. <laughs> yeah. Patiently waiting for when Bama gets blown out. Dude, it's gonna happen. Maybe, maybe Auburn will be able to take care of him too. Well, happened in Bo Nix, J- freshman in quarterback, last true year. freshman quarterback. Happened in January last year. Yeah. Well, don't forget that 2013. I have that. Uh, I have that T-shirt to commemorate it too. The the return, the field goal that they kicked and they it was oh, as time game? and Auburn returned it. Yeah, that Iron Bowl. Hey Bama, your season's cooked. And then it's just like this elephant, like on a rotisserie, like with a with the tiger spinning it. It's pretty dope. I just hate Alabama so much. Um, all right, so and then we have the uh, that NBA check in. So yeah, we're we're paying attention. Dubs. I think that Mavs Heat. I have a question. How do you feel about? Uh, I like Jordan Poole and his confidence, but his shot ain't going down so far. Hey, you know what? Let's do a quick little check in real quick here with some Jordan Poole stats, okay? Because that's you need. He has to a lot of confidence, but that thing ain't. I, every time I look, he's like he's like three for sixteen or you something. You know what? That all that matters is that he's got the confidence and he's ready to go. He's ready to let it let it fly. So so far. He's averaging about 26.8 minutes, and he's averaging 9.5 points, and he's shooting 28.6 from the three-point range. So that's not great. But but we are only— Russell's not helping him, though, that D'Angelo Russell's shooting 40 times a game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, fucking does, man. He scores 52 points, and you let Andrew fucking Wiggins be the one to come up well, and, and sell that, the that, game that, on that, Friday? That offense it's looks similar fu- to the one that used to be when, um, uh, when uh, Mark Jackson was around, a lot of standing around. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of passing. Get some elevator screens. Yeah, no, they need to incorporate more passing in there. But yeah, well, there's plenty that, of time for Jordan Poole to make this I up. That's why I thought it was so odd that they brought D'Angelo Russell in. That's what he did in rookie of the year possibility still there for Jordan Poole and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, but I mean he's got to like he's the one. He's he's the best best one out there at least right now. As that's far true. as that's as true. far as we're concerned, he's the best player out there. Willie Collins down a close second, just the way Willie's been playing, but. 32.3 minutes for D'Angelo Russell, 25, 25.3 points. Though, I think something needs to be said, though, for players that stick around for three or four years in college. Oh, 100%, because they come out way more developed. And yeah. the fact that they – and that's like you go to a Michigan and State or a Villanova, yeah, and that's what you get. It's more of a sure thing when you draft him than it is. He so. might be rookie of the year, honestly. Look at this, 16.4 points on 54% shooting. Yeah, He's 31% true. from beyond the line. He's got 4.2 rebounds and 1.6 assists. So I, think those, I think those rebounds will come. I think once he starts learning more from Draymond, those rebounds will come up. Is he? Six six two, just like Draymond. That's what they did. Is they drafted a backup Draymond. So could Draymond? Well, no, he just signed the extension, so it's not. They're just gonna use. They're gonna use Draymond to mentor Eric Paschal. That's 
Is it Paschal? Paschal? Paschal. Paschal, not Paschal. He has the same body type as Draymond. Paschal. Yeah, it is. I don't think he's as good as defensively as Draymond, though. And then when he went, I remember Draymond was a rookie. Willie Colley signed in 19 minutes. Not too bad. Seven points. Five rebounds, one assist. No, not too bad. I'll take that, Willie Colstein. But yeah, you remember when Draymond was a rookie? Yeah, you remember he had the game against Miami Heat when LeBron was on the team. He, I think he held his own against LeBron as a rookie. I remember I was pretty impressed with that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, I think he still has a ways to go to even come close to where Draymond was. Well, there's plenty of time. Like I said, yeah. we're only nine games in the season, so I'm, I'm excited to see what could happen. This could still very well be a sneaky playoff team. Now, it does not look like it from the start. I will acknowledge that. They have looked like poop soup from the start so but the good news is is that poop soup doesn't taste good initially what nor does it taste good long term so well, i have a question yeah if you know so the reason why they think they're not gonna bring curry back so there's no competitive reason yes what's the point of bringing draymond back then are they bringing draymond back well, he's only he was only he's only out for like a few games, right? Well, that's what I said. The joke with Draymond was that he saw everybody else using their sick time, and he's like, "Hey, I want to use some too." So oh. I think Draymond's not actually like technically hurt, hurt, but it'll be one of those things where it's like if he's not a hundred percent, he plays like two games, takes if, two off. If he doesn't, yeah, if he's not a hundred percent, then what? Why are you throwing him out there? And then the same with D'Angelo Russell. If that fool's not a hundred percent, we're gonna watch him too because I think D'Lo's. I, gonna, I think he's gonna I get st- traded. Oh, I th- yeah, I still think he's gonna get traded. I a hundred percent think he's gonna get traded now, especially if they keep letting him shoot like this. Just like, hey, demonstrate the skill set. We're gonna trade you. Try and free up. Yeah. I feel like he seems like a really cool guy, a nice leader, and he just he does, start yeah. trading around like an Isaiah Thomas kind of thing. Well, it was his fault that he left Los Angeles. It was his fault to begin with. And then the Brooklyn thing. Well, also, I don't think he was doing too well in L.A. I remember he he, he turned a corner when he, went, when he went to Brooklyn. Yeah. He became a better player when he was in Brooklyn. So we're looking out for that. All right, now it is time to cover the NFL in the only way we know how, because we're millennial as fuck, with some hashtags. No! Hysteria. Lots of hashtags to get to. Lots of games this week. Okay, actually, I think this is the one week where they have the most amount of buys, and then and then we start. Or was that last week? Maybe it's this week and or last week and this week. I think they had the most amount of buys, where like four teams were off, and then now it, now we're on the downward slope because of week. Anyway, week ten hashtag hysteria. First one hashtag for the hole. Nice. Thank you. For the whole, the Raiders on Thursday Night Football taking care of business 26-24 over the Los Angeles Chargers. Had Phil- them in my wild card game. Phillip Rivers went 17-31, 207 yards, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. He played like doo-doo. Derek Carr, 21-31, 218 yards, and a touchdown. Last primetime game, last divisional game in the Coliseum. Yeah, I thought, I thought for sure that they would bring back the infield dirt just for the nostalgia's <laughs> sake. You know, or at least give us like one... One ten-yard stretch on one side of the field where you just put infield dirt, just so that way you know. And I think they should do that in Vegas too. Is just give us one ten. I'm gonna petition this. Raider fans, get behind me. There's ten ten yards. Maybe it's like, I don't know, like around the thirty-yard line or something like that. Now nah, that's too. Maybe put it on the goal line or just no. Make the end zones dirt, mm-hmm. so that way you have actual. I think I've heard this actually before. I had this I had this idea and then I heard it on a different podcast and I was like shit somebody stole my idea. So that's why I was just about to make a joke and I was like somebody else made that joke about calling it actual pay dirt. I'm trying to think of who that was. The end zones are actual infield dirt so when you get there it's actually called pay dirt. Mm-hmm. 
that was my that was the idea that I had that was subsequently taken and used on another platform uh, for for the Vegas uh, for the Vegas Stadium. But if Lane, you were just saying before we started this segment, the Raiders are half a game out of the AFC West, and nobody's and, talking and I, about. I'm it. sure more than half people that follow. NFL have no idea that's even a thing. Or, or it's just not a sexy enough like, story think, to talk I think, about. I yet. think if you just went up to any casual NFL fan and asked them what the Raiders' record would be, is they're probably like three and six or something like that. Yeah, they would definitely guess that they're under five hundred. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah. There's no way they'd say five and four. Five and four. The Chiefs are six and four. I think the Chiefs have a bye next week, so they're you know if the Raiders win, they'll be tied for first. It's impressive. The well, no, the Chiefs are still on the tiebreaker. You, but. I, I don't think anybody would have guessed after the whole shit show with Antonio Brown. Of what would happen, but you got to give credit to that uh, that running back that the Raiders got. He's Josh good. Jacobs. He's good. He's he's really good. He had, I believe, seven carry. What do you have? Seven carries for or sixteen carries for seventy one yards and a touchdown. And then he also had. He but he ran for over a hundred catches. He for ran 30 for yards. over hundred yards in that Bears defense, but in London. Oh yeah, no, he's a good player. He's I'm good. not I'm not denying that by any means. No, yeah, he's good. And the Raiders sneaky good. Um, I, I made a funny joke about second best five and four team in the NFL. <laughs> second best. I made a funny joke to my dad saying that Josh Jacobs could end up being like the Frank Gore of the NFL, where he's just on some like five hundred average team and he just runs for a bunch of yards every year, <laughs> like the Frank Gore was the Niners, and hopefully not fumble as much. So, <laughs> hands, bro, you gotta get the hands. And I'll tell you that right now, the Steelers have been fumbling a bunch too. It's been fucking driving me crazy. All right, next Still game. Still to be a first ballot Hall of Famer though. Next, who? Frank Gore. Probably. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, falling forward three and a half yards at a time. That's I think that's his career hey, man, average. Like he's, I think he's fourth right now in all time. When you'd have yards. to have a bigger set of balls than Frank Gore to not let him into the Hall of Fame. How about that? Okay. True. Yeah. True. All right. Next up, hashtag Gotham because the New York Jets went out there in the Gotham black jerseys and took care of business. They won 34 to 27, despite Sam Darnold 19 to 30 for 230 yards and a touchdown. Daniel Jones 26 oh, yeah. of 40 for 308 yards and four touchdowns. He was he put in some work there today for the Giants, and they still came up short. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, I think it's I think who else is in that draft class besides Daniel Jones? This past year, yeah, you had Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, Murray, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. There's another one too, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think right now. I don't know who it was, but dun, dun, dun. I would never have guessed that Daniel Jones. Was, Somebody is yelling at their decent, at their phone right now. Would be as good as he is right now. I'm, I'm very impressed, with Daniel Jones. I'm looking up the order right now. Daniel Jones. Then you had Dwayne Haskins. Go to That's the right. go to the R words, and then you also had who was the next quarterback taken. Drew Locke was drafted by the the uh, Broncos. So Drew Locke was the one that people were kind of building up as like, hey, he might be a good quarterback. And then we didn't see another quarterback get drafted until <whistles> I'm deep in here. Oh, Will Greer get drafted in the third by the Carolina Panthers. But I'm a big I'm I'm big on Daniel Jones. I'm also big on this take that uh, I think Adam Gase may have just been a good OC in Denver because of Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Wow, old crazy eyes there looking at you. He probably give you the eyes right now. So, I don't know. The Jets are the Jets are what two and eight? 
Two and seven. Oh, did you hear the story about when after uh, I didn't tell you, I didn't ask you about this. What uh, what was the story that the the Steelers were looking into Le'Veon Bell after what's his name went down? There was a report that they'd asked about it, but I don't think there was anything that was going to come. But I'm sure you'd ask anybody what their price is, what their asking price is for a player. You yeah. Know? So and the fact that the Jets would already have signed him to a contract in which they're paying him less money, why not try and make a trade for that? That'd be a pretty lucrative, you know. All right. So, but yeah, the Jet the Jets are two and seven, and the Giants are two and eight. So we're we're done talking about you for this week. Uh, next up, hashtag. I, th- but I will say this with the Giants. I think we're not I, done talking about you. I, I, if I'm a Giant, if I'm a Giants fan, I am. After the last couple of weeks with Daniel Jones, I'm feeling pretty good about the future. Of that I'm still fifty fifty, man, because he's had he's had two good games. One being against the Buccaneers, and one being well, you, against I mean, the Jets. He's a rookie, though. You can't expect him to go. But then, what does he done? Like, but okay. But I'm saying that's uh, the real infrequencies of which, and I'm saying that. Well, that's right. I think that just comes with the. I think he's. He, I feel like he's learning, though. He's learning, yeah. and he's getting better every no, week. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So. And when you start off at zero and then you go to one, that yeah. is improvement. And then when you go from one to two, that's even more improvement. So good job, Daniel Jones. Yeah. He seems like a kind of guy who just keeps his head down and works. And that's kind of what the kind of white shoe. But like is he going to work? That's the question that we'll see. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. All right, moving along. Hashtag birds, bitch. The Falcons. The Falcon. What was that aggressive? The Falcons won 26 to nine over the New Orleans Saints, and now it just has me scratching my head as to what goes on with these with these teams, right? Because um, I think it's because they Dan Quinn gave up his uh, defensive calling play call to the linebackers coach. Oh, so they're gonna play much better. Yeah, Matt Ryan, 20 to 35 for 182 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. I think that's the best that Matt Ryan can ever play now in his career, or for where he's at in his career. That's the best stat line you're gonna see from Matt Ryan. And then Drew Brees, 32 of 45 for 287 yards. Our Lord and Savior, Drew Brees' Christ, was he the, – the team let him down. The team let him down. I still have faith in he – did not, he did not die, have thumb surgery, and come back to life for this bullshit to happen. This will not stand. I feel like the New Orleans Saints are going to figure this shit out real quick. But they're also still on top. Could we have a quarterback controversy with Mr. Big Dick? Ted Bridgewater? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, mean it's, it's a real thing. The would, would Teddy have dropped a hammer on the Falcons today? I mean, it's one thing that we can only speculate. I mean, when, I mean if you're trying to go in there for a side, you kind of want to be very careful with what you're touching around there. Aim for the numbers. So there's yes. seven and two. They're still on top of the NFC South. All right. You might so be grabbing a snake underneath. Two, thank you, <laughs> Flan. There's still two games ahead of the Carolina Panthers. So I don't think there's anything wrong with the. Oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up, Jesus Christ. With the uh, with the New Orleans Saints. Um, they'll they'll figure it out. It's okay. They just had a terrible week. The the, the other terrible week they had, their other loss was against the uh, the Los Angeles Rams. So occasionally you have you know you you've had these hiccups and they happen. I'll tell you firsthand. Yeah, they are. All right. Next up, hashtag. This is my favorite one. Tighten up. Titans won 35 to 32 over the Kansas City Chiefs. Ryan Tannehill, who I picked up to be my fantasy quarterback this week this week. 13 and 19, 181 yards and two touchdowns. Not stellar, but efficient. Helped me get a W. Helped them get a W. Despite Patrick Mahomes, 36 of 50 for 446 yards and three touchdowns. Jesus Christ, he threw the ball over the field. So uh, Titans five and five, and the Chiefs are six and four. Titans are going to be eight and eight, staying firm in that in the hunt graphic for the entire year, man. I'm telling you right now. It's been it's weird to watch this team. I don't know what to make of the Tennessee Titans at all. Thoughts? They're like, they're like the Memphis Grizzlies of the NFL. Say something nice about the Titans. Oh, they'll make the playoffs, but they won't do anything in there. 
Or they'll or they'll just be on the outside of the playoffs. Yeah, right and, there on the outside looking. First in line on the outside looking. Like in. they'll have like a fifteenth pick in the draft and they'll mm-hmm. be like kind of just Yeah. And they'll barely address a need that they probably didn't even really need to fill. You know and then I mean? they'll great they'll get some quarterback that all that everyone says has, has a raw talent high upside, <sighs> which really means they have no clue what the fuck they're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it's time to move on from Marcus Mariota, though. Yeah, it definitely is. All right, next up, hashtag just fuck me. That's what it is because the Ravens won 49-13 over the damn Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals are just a joke of our franchise. What's going on with you guys? It's fucking ridiculous. Everyone wants to make a big deal about the Ravens because they ran the Heisman backfield where they have Mark Ingram, RG3, and Lamar Jackson back there, but get off their dicks, okay? (laughs) They played against a a rookie quarterback. Ryan Finley was 16-30, 167 yards. A touchdown and interception. If it wasn't for Joe Mixon on the 30 carries for 114 yards, and then, oh, his two catches for 37 yards, I'm not really sure this offense would have done anything more than it did. It was lethargic. It was gross. It was disgusting. Lamar Jackson, 15 to 17, 223 yards with three touchdowns, seven carries for 65 yards and a touchdown. Again, congratulations. He played the Bengals. That's all the time of day we're giving the Ravens. On to the next one. Oof. Hashtag busted wagon wheel. The Buffalo Bills losing 19-16 to the Cleveland Browns. So nobody is circling the wagons today. Um, because no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. You only say that when they win, though. Oh. Yeah, they lost. That's awkward. I didn't know that. Yeah. Josh Allen, 22-41, 266 yards and no touchdowns. Baker Mayfield, 26-38, 238 yards and two touchdowns. So we expected this from the Browns. I think that's safe to say that they were going to bounce back. Uh, after being embarrassed recently, they're still a joke of a team, and that's fine. Uh, three and six, I don't have to worry about them just yet. We played them on Thursday night, so that'll be good. I'll be, uh, again, at Osceola's watching that game. Mm. So I'll be there, you know, watching Baker choke it away. Uh, my defense is elite, and I'm not worried about it. So on to the next one. Hashtag so close. So close. So close, and that is the Cardinals and Kyler Murray being so close to beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks won 30-27. to 27. Uh, Kyler Murray, 27 of 44, 324 yards, three touchdowns and interception. Jameis, 30 of 48, 358 yards, a touchdown and two picks. So just stop. Credit to Kyler Murray. It really, it, honestly, it's working out swimmingly for the, for the Arizona Cardinals. 3-6-1, six, and one, and I think Cardinal fans would take that because what they have, they have three wins all of last year. They, yes. had, they had two or three wins of all last year, and they that's what got them the number one. And so I think when you look at the remaining schedule, they play the Niners. That's a win. Then they play the no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they, play the, they play the Niners. That, they play the Niners. They play the Rams. They play the Steelers. Then they play the Browns, the Seahawks, and the Rams again. So they have a very tough sledding ahead, but I think this is a team that could finish 6-9-1. and one. You know, I, I think that they – I could see three more wins coming here out of this next – Next six games, they'll probably lose to the Niners. They'll probably lose to the Steelers. They I got don't two know. Chances. They they play us. They play. If we don't have kill back, they play us pretty good last week. They play. They play. Um, no, that's true. Huh? It was a close game. So that's toss up. But the, I, I think they'll play the Rams pretty well. And that's then, the one thing when it comes to division games. It's usually you want to take the uh, the underdogs. It's usually a pretty close game with the division ones. Mm, thank you for that insight. I don't remember that. Unless it's the Ravens and Bengals. Unless it's the unless it's the Steelers and Bengals too, because I don't think the Steel, I don't think the Bengals have beaten the Steelers in about four years or something like that. It's all blowouts. Uh, I don't know if it's all blowouts, but I know it's been victories for sure, playoffs included. Thank you, Vontez. And then with the Browns, the Browns that was their they tied the Steelers last year, and that was the first time Who they didn't was that lose. Who's the Bengals no uh, quarterback that had the long ponytail? No, Bengals Bengals receiver. T.J. Hushmanzada. Oh, that's right. Hushmanzada. Yeah. Hushmanzada. 
Say it ten times fast. Who spins a lot? 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 You know, speaking of that, I found a video that was really funny. What? It was Obi Wan Kenobi saying "Hello there" sixty-seven million times on YouTube. Oh, okay. I watched it. It was fun. The whole thing. Yep. Hello there. Hello. I'll show. No, it's okay. We're good. No, no. Please, by all means, give us the hello there. Can I move on to the next game? Sure. Okay. Next one. Hashtag Da Bears. Because Da Bears, I guess turning off of the TVs worked out. Uh, they played against Jeff Driscoll, who is a terrible fucking quarterback at the University of Florida. He went 27 to 46 for 269 yards and a touchdown and interception. God damn, I hated Jeff Driscoll as a quarterback. Uh, you guys have no idea. Mitch Trubisky, 16 to 23, 173 yards, three touchdowns. Flan. <laughs> That was Obi-Wan Kenobi saying hello there 67 million times. That was all at once? <laughs> oh, I thought it was like in a row. Okay, never mind. I was just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Flan, the Bears are 4-5. and five. They are currently third in the NFC North. Do they stand any chance of even making some noise at a possible outside chance of, of like tracking down the Vikings? It looks like the Packers are in pretty good shape, but are they going to? If they win out, they're 11-5, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's a simple math. I cannot argue with that logic. <laughs> Problem just solved, like, Bears. Just like, just like the Jets, if they went out. Problem solved, Bears fans. are still alive. You just have to win out. Congratulations. All right, next up, hashtag fins up. Two in a row for the Miami Dolphins, man. Don't look now. Were they two and seven? Yes. They went out nine and seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the AFC, that's, that's, like, that's like a playoff spot. Uh, probably. You probably almost get a first-round bye, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the Ryan Fitzpatrick experience, how's that working out for you? They still get the W, even though he went 21 to 33 for 169 yards. And I feel like Fitzpatrick's the, the kind of quarterback that just kills, like, rebuilding teams. That he because gets, he comes in with nothing to lose. And, and he just, they get some six or seven wins, and yep. they just get screwed. <laughs> he doesn't play well, but he plays well enough to the – or he plays – he doesn't play good. He just plays well enough for that where they don't lose, you know? Mm. So, uh, Brian Hoyer on the side for the Colts. Yeah, Brian Flores is to get Fitzpatrick out now yes. and put Rosen put in. Put Rosen, well, actually, that's what the front office would be telling you because the fr- it's the front office that's tanking. It's not the players or the coaching staff. If the front office had their way, they'd put Rosen out there because, you know, I think – I do like the coaching staff, though. Again, I like Rosen, but I just it's unfortunate that he's been placed in two shitty situations. What was so. the uh, song that um, – Brian Flores played in training camp for Kenny, Kenny Stills. It was all Jay Z. Oh, yeah, that was right. Yeah. yeah. So. LOL. Yeah. All right. So you had Brian Hoyer go 18 to 39 for 204 yards, a touchdown, and three picks. So I feel bad for the Colts because, man, I really thought Jacoby Brissett, you know, now that you guys have lost to the Steelers, I'm going to show pity to you guys. And it's, you know, I wish I wish you the best of luck. But. We own the well, tiebreaker over now. I really thought the Colts. I thought the Colts were going to be a playoff team for sure, though. That's mm-hmm. the thing is, I really thought that they and they're sitting at. I believe what are they sitting at? Second in their division right now. Something like that. Survey says, "Yep, they are half game up on the Tennessee Titans." That's a tight race that they got going on there in the AFC South. Tight, tight. Six and three Texans, five and four Colts, five and five Titans, and then the four and five Jags. So. Mm. Still, everybody's everybody's still cooking there. Still going along. All right. Uh, next up on this list, I have hashtag. Oh snow! I could barely read my handwriting. Hashtag snow. So the Carol or the Carolina Panthers lose 
24 to 16 to the Green Bay Packers in a game that featured snow for the first time of the year. And that's always a wonderful thing to see with football because you just, I'm sitting there on my couch watching it and I just go, I'm so fucking glad I'm not there with the snow. Like, I like the snow. I respect the snow, but I would not want to sit there idly watching a football game in the snow, right? Like, if I was going to go to a Steeler game, give me an early season Steeler game, right? Like, actually, I take that back. I, for the Steelers, I'd go and I'd sit in the snow for the experience. That show would be wild. I'd be miserable the whole time, but I'd go for the experience. For sure. You know, like, yeah, just to say right. I fucking did it. And then if they won, it'd probably make it better. But if they lost and I sat out there in the fucking snow for three and a half hours, I'd be, oh, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> you don't even get to move around. You know, in between quarters, I'd be up in the up in the corridor, running back and forth to get beer and food just to try and warm up. So, but yes, uh, the the Packers, the Packers Panthers, going back to this. Kyle Allen, twenty-eight to forty-three, three hundred seven yards, one touchdown, one interception. Aaron Rodgers, seventeen to twenty-nine for two hundred thirty-three yards. Honestly, I don't know what to make of the Carolina Panthers. I really thought they were gonna give the Niners a run for their money, and when the Niners ran all over them, I was just like, maybe the Packers, or maybe the Panthers are fraudulent. But I also want to give credit to teams that are going out and using backup quarterbacks, and that's not just for the Steelers. That's for the, the Panthers, right? They're making it work. They're yes. getting it done. The Saints made it work with a backup quarterback. The Titans are making it work with a backup quarterback. Like, when, when these guys come out, and, they, and, they're, and the Colts tried, but they're, they're struggling. <sighs> when these guys step up and they make it work, you just can't help but, like, cheer for them, you know? Like, I mean, fuck, I, I, I feel bad for the Panthers, but also don't know what to do. Um, I, I don't know how, how to take how to seriously to take you guys or not or whatnot. All right, moving up. Hashtag Fitzmagic, and that's because Minka Fitzpatrick has Fitzmagic trademarked for all the right reasons. Seventeen to twelve, the Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Los Angeles Rams. Steelers are five and four. The Rams are five and four. There's a couple other teams that are five and four. This is the best fucking five and four team in the league, and I said it. Jared Goff, 22 of 41, 243 yards, two interceptions. Mason Rudolph, 22 of 38, 242 yards and a touchdown. I think we saw Mason Rudolph turn a little bit of a corner this year, this week. And the only reason I say that is because he looked a little bit more comfortable throwing the ball down the field. Now, granted, they're not letting him do it, which is kind of pissing me off a little bit here. And I feel like if they did it a little bit more, then okay, there'd, there'd be something there. Uh, and we'd be able to see how he's, how he's evolving. But I like what I like they're what playing I it safe with him. Too safe. Mm. That's the problem. Is they're playing it literally too safe with Minka Fitzpatrick, and I hate it. It's like let the dude take some risks, okay? Fuck. I mean, not Minka Fitzpatrick. Mason I'm a peacock. Rudolph. You gotta let me fly. With Mason Rudolph, <laughs> I said Minka because I'm about to pull up the stats. In the seven games since acquiring Minka Fitzpatrick, he has 34 tackles. 35, I thought. 34. This is from Field Yates. 34 tackles, five interceptions, two forced fumbles, a fumble recovery. Two touchdowns, and Pittsburgh is 5-2 and two in those games. Defensive player of the year. And Mike Tomlin, I'm not saying he is coach of the year, but put him in that fucking conversation. Give that man, put some respect on that man's name. People were asking why the fuck Mike Tomlin was still a coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, bitches, four in a fucking row. That's I why. Didn't, I didn't that's why he's still, saying that. That's why he's still there. I heard it. I oh. heard all the chattering. I heard it all. I heard it all. And I just want to say, Cousin John, thank you for your uplifting text message earlier. He said, credit to us because we didn't waver. Him as a Raider fan, me as a Steeler fan. He said, we didn't, we didn't back away from this team. What, did he, what was his actual – let me find it real quick. It was on Snapchat. Never mind. Ah, oh, too bad. That's unfortunate. Yep, but I do remember, oh. I do remember the message. And, yeah, he said, credit to us for not, not wavering and for our passion and dedication. Yes. 
That's, that's what's helping the team go. Yes. Just moving them forward, propelling them forward. I just think that if I'm the Steelers, I'm giving all the money in the world to Minka Fitzpatrick, Devin Bush, when the time is called for for Devin Bush, and then and then TJ Watt because we have the best Watt brother in the NFL on on our team. So and that's facts. Career wise or straight right facts, now? Me. Straight facts, B. Probably both. Probably both. Ooh, that's a hot take. I mean, I mean, JJ's been in the league for a little bit longer, so he's Two had some, defensive player of the year. He's had, exactly right. He's had a chance to collect some hardware because he's had the extra reps, right? So you can only credit D- TJ for what he's done thus far. But how, you, how many years is he in the league? You TJ? look at TJ. I think this is his third year in the league. Oh. Yeah. So and JJ's been in it for what nine? And he's been hurt for about six of them. So he was in the same draft as Alden Smith, and I still to this day. So and you know, and I think de facto, de facto, if we're really looking at the best Watt brother, the best ability is availability. And there is there are two Watt brothers that are currently available. One of which is Wreck and Shop, right? Good call. What's JJ doing? What's JJ doing? Rest Jerking that, it. Rest that titty. He can't, though, because he got the torn pec, right? Oh, no, not November in full swing. Rest that titty, TJ, or JJ. Rest that titty, all right? Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, I know what he has to do. It, you know, he's got to turn the cameras he's on. Gotta, he's got to wet dream it. No, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, turn the cameras on, because that's the only time JJ Watt decides to shine. He's, he's got to make he, sure. He's gotta, or he's just going to watch porn until something comes out. <laughs> Self, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just self ejaculate. Self actualize. <laughs> just do. All right. Moving on. Hashtag Kirk, Kirk, Kirk. Because Kirk Cousins showing up big for the Minnesota Vikings in prime time. I mean, as big as Kirk Cousins can. 23 to 32, 220 yards, two touchdowns in the Minnesota Vikings. 28 to 24 win over the Dallas Cowboys. Another 5 and 4 team that I. You know, when will Jerry Jones accept more than just mediocrity? Dak Prescott, 28 to 46, 397 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. So I think Dak is definitely going to get paid. Shouts out to Amari Cooper, 11 receptions for 147 yards and a touchdown. That team ain't going to be good when they pay him. Oh, I know. But this is. But they're also. They're, they're another 5 and 4 no team. Defense. So. We should – oh, well, I could do that right now, but that would be too impromptu. It would definitely upset a lot of people if I went just bet a ranking, a power ranks of the best five and four teams in the league. Because right now I'm looking at Dallas and Philly, and I don't know what to make of you guys. The Panthers, we already know what's happening there. The Rams, nice try. And it's looking like the Raiders and the Steelers, you could make a case for either one, and we know which way I'm leaning. So, And the Colts, nice I try. Would, I would take the Rams over the Raiders. But then you de facto put the Steelers on top as the best five and four team. Yeah, so the, the, the way I, the I'd defense pro, is playing right now, it's undisputed. I'd probably say the, the, the yeah, they'll say the best five and four team. The problem with the Steelers right now is that they are being too safe with Mason Rudolph. Is the defense is the defense is doing its job and the offense is being too pussy and too safe right now. And you need to start taking some risks. But anyway, going back to the going back to the Minnesota Vikings Dallas Cowboys game. Uh, Ezekiel at twenty carries for forty seven yards. So is Zeke washed? No. Actually, I don't know. These days... I couldn't even say that with a straight face, honestly, in all transparency. Dalvin Cook, 26 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. You got to wonder when they get these... when. Teams get these running backs now that just pop out like De- like Dalvin uh, like Cook now. And then like for a while there, there was the um, Ezekiel Elliott. You just got to wonder if they just they wear these guys down too fast. Well, Christian McCaffrey is gonna see is gonna <laughs> get all the money in the world from Carolina, but I wonder it's just like how much longer can he keep up that pace, dude? They are they are was riding same, McCaffrey. Was he on that same pace last year? I'm pretty sure. He's got a high usage rate. This that is his third year, he's right? He's incorporated uh, third or fourth. He's in, no, it's his third. He's in, He's like highly incorporated in there. Actually, I think, wait, what is this? Maybe this is only his second year. I feel like Christian McCaffrey's been in here for a minute. 
Yo, he was this year. This is third year. Third year? Okay, last year, the big rookie running back was... 2017. Saquon. 2017 yeah. was his first year, so yeah. All right, there you go. Well, we solved that mystery. We got to the bottom of it. All right, Flan, uh, what do we make of the Cowboys? What do we make of the Vikings? Because the Cowboys are sitting tied at the NFC East with the Eagles, and then the Vikings are one game back of the of the Packers. Um, wait, what team are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about the Vikings and the, and the Cowboys. The Vikings, oh. the Vikings are one game back of the division lead in well, in, the, in the North. I think the Vi- well, obviously the Vikings are better than the Cowboys to prove it today, but they have a better defense, so I think that I can carry them away. Too. Okay, and then the 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 Cowboys are tied for the NFC East lead now with the Eagles. Oh, I hate that. Division. I think they own the. I think they own the tiebreaker. The division's always just. It's, it's just eight hundred. Uh, uh, five hundred. Five hundred. Like nine seven. And you win. Five hundred. The ball. Yeah, and then, but you're also gonna get the most media coverage because you. Know, that's where all the media outlets are. They're highly focused in those areas, and it's just like good God, you know, between the Dallas media, the Washington media, the New York media. What's the other one I'm missing? Philly. Philly media. Yeah. Right. So it's just the good Lord. Those are those are four central. Very, you know, then they're gonna pay attention to their their team. So, all right, give me give me a hashtag. What's what if we were to do a hashtag hysteria for tomorrow? What's the hashtag hysteria for Monday Night Football with the Niners Seahawks? Monday Night Football hashtag. Hmm, it would be hashtag Red Cross because that's what's gonna be our problem if Kittle's not playing tomorrow. Hashtag Red oh. Cross. You just hoping everybody everybody's healthy. Yeah. What's wrong with his knee? He there's in the first play of the game last week he like hyperextended or something and but like he he kept playing through it, so he's doubtful. So he's basically not gonna he's play gonna have tomorrow. Seahawks fans just screaming at their TVs. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep so, the leg. So I mean, that's what they did back in the day. They yeah, got oh, one hundred percent. If they knew that your knee was bummy, we were going after it. There's that, and they'd have they did the chop blocks back in the yeah. early in the twenty during the Legion of Boom days. They mm. got then the NFL outlawed because then the back when football was for real men. Twenty thirteen NFC Championship game, they did it to Ian Williams and busted his ankle and was out the whole next year. Oof. Yeah. 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 F the Seahawks. You're like fucking. That's such a shitty organization. <laughs> All right, we got them riled up. All right, now it is time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimately. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers of this episode of the podcast. We have a new AP Top 25 poll, if I can find it. Thank you to Google. All right, we have, and I mean, the, the actual college football playoff uh, rankings don't come out until tomorrow, but the AP Top 25 reads as LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, that's your top four, Georgia at number five, Oregon at six, Minnesota at number seven, Utah at eight, Penn State at nine, Oklahoma at ten, and they drop Florida's fucking spot to 11. That's bullshit right there. I don't care. Whatever, it's the AP poll. It's not the college football poll. So, Flan. Do you agree with the AP poll? Winner, winner or loser? Winner, 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 winner. LSU, probably one of the be- better teams in the country right now. I like now. that quarterback, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Joey Burrow. Yeah. Good so, football name. He had a. Uh, Actually, had, that's more of a baseball name. It's good he had a, he had a quote that said, "People have been calling me sneaky fast for all my life. I think we know what that means." And it's just like hell yeah. It's just like calling a guy gritty. You know. Sneaky just, fast. Just, he, he's white. 
Oh, I thought it was so, premature. No, he's white. <laughs> Sneaky past <laughs> it. Premature with his reads and excitement and how he goes. And explosions. <laughs> so, all right, next up on the winner's losers list, we have gold gloves. And I just want to take this time to just personally just flip Major League Baseball the bird because you don't do a good job of of providing this at all. You don't do a good job of, of drumming it up, of creating any interest for it, doing a reveal, attracting any attention to it, and competing with the other sports that are going on right now that you're so insistent upon revealing this information. If anything, drop the gold gloves before the playoffs start or as the playoffs start, you know? It's a little ridiculous. So giant loss here for the MLB because I don't even care about the gold gloves. They dropped. I know that they dropped, but that's it. I mean, you didn't do a good enough job of publishing that and making it known that stuff was going to be happening. So boo-hoo on you, and that's how that is uh, for for the MLB. I'm tired of I'm tired of men. I don't like the way they do their awards. I don't like the way they're. I just they're they could be doing a much much better job of branching out and, and getting people to try to attract attention to baseball, and they're not doing a good enough job of it, and it bothers me, and I'm just upset with it. I'm just upset with it, man. All right. Next up on the winners losers list, we have UFC Fight Night 163. And I thought they were at 244 just now recently. Fight Night, Fight Night, oh, not, a, not a UFC pay per view oh. event. Yeah, so this is this would have been free to watch on ESPN Plus had you had the subscription. And really, the only thing that was that was worth noting is that Greg Hardy lost. So did he get hammered? Was he already handled his own? No, he lost a, a decision. So oh. in the co-main event, yeah. Says, but suffering a third-round decision loss to number seventh-ranked contender Alexander Volkov in the co-main event, Hardy mostly showed that he was just wasn't quite ready for such a big step up in competition. Some harsh words there. Damn. That guy is an anger problem. <laughs> he didn't get destroyed the way some of his biggest detractors probably thought he would. So even in his making their losers list for uninspired efforts in the biggest fight of his career, he will at least be able to take the experience back to the lab and help him turn him into the fighter he wants to be. So winner for Greg Hardy. Uh, no, you lost. You <laughs> lost. You lost, son. But that's a win for the uh, that's a win for the UFC. Nice. All right. Next up, I have Tiger Woods, and I'm trying to find what I saw here, because Ty- oh, Tiger Woods is now saying that he played with a torn oblique in addition to his knee injury in the fall, and it's just like, all right, are you are you ever gonna get healthy? Are we ever gonna see Tiger again? That full suite, you know, he got the. He got that one Masters. He got the other, the another uh, major, but I don't know. I think that's. I think it's over, man. I don't think there's much. There's much there for for mm-hmm. Tiger. I think it's done. His body's just not gonna be able to hold up. His body is literally breaking apart, falling apart. Oh, I hate that. It's the worst. All right. Next up on the winners losers list, we have Cassius Winston. That's the Michigan State point guard whose brother was killed in a car accident on Saturday, and then he came out today and had a double double. 17 points and 11 and 11 assists. So that's a, that's a win for you, Cassius. Mm-hmm. Big props there. Big props there. Primetime players make primetime plays in primetime games. And that's what he did. This is a primetime game. Chance for him to honor his late brother. So good for you, Cassius March. Or Cassius Winston, excuse me. Um, all right. Next up, I also have here on the winners losers list. We didn't cover this on the last time that we did. It slipped through the cracks. Oregon has a portable toilet on their sideline. Yes, 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 yes. And I think it's pretty cool. I, like I ain't going to lie. It just lays flat. And Your then boy's a big fan. And then there's that little catch there that it lays over, which is kind of a little gross. But then you you got to use it. You just pull it up, and it folds up like a telephone booth, if you will. 
You step in, they got the mobile porta potty, you step out and it collapses down and it takes up no space. Although shout out to whoever has to move that piss and poop bucket because <laughs> that cannot be fun. Not fun. Not fun whatsoever. So that's a win for Oregon. That's dope. That's nice. They got the they got a porta potty there on the sideline. Portable a portable porta potty. Mm. The one that falls up and down is crazy. I, I put it on my Twitter. Either Flans probably got it on his Twitter too. He probably liked it, huh? Do you I like have it? Twitter? Oh, that's right. You don't have any Twitter anymore. <laughs> Whack. Is that why I lost a follower? No, I actually still have it. just off the phone. <laughs> just fucking around. All right, so that's it. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. We're hitting the home stretch here. It's now time for the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. So, Flan, uh, do you, did you ever watch Sesame Street growing up? No. Really? Okay, well, then that goes on. Uh, Sesame Street is 50 years old. They turned 50 this week. Really? Yeah, so. Isn't that new uh, Tom Hanks movie coming out this, year, this week without the... Uh, uh, it's, what is that? It's a Wonderful Life? Mr. Rogers? Yeah. No, it's, it's not. No. It's, not, it's, it's a, wonderful a Wonderful Life is the Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, my bad. Okay. Whew, sorry. That's it. My Christmas movie. That National I, treasure, that no, movie. No, my Christmas movie that I that I abide by religiously is A Christmas Story. Uh, That's undefeated. Uh, of course. He's, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, okay? You'll shoot your eye out. I'll shoot your eye out. Okay? Relax. But, uh, yeah, so you were not a big Sesame Street guy? Um, no, I never... I, I think about growing up, I, I, most of the stuff I watched growing up was, was like, when I was really young where the... Uh, Disney movies. Oh, okay, yeah, no. Uh, and then when the I VHS to, tapes, just take a look. Yeah, to the left, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then when I got to like four or five years old, I was that's when I really got into baseball, and literally it was just nine yeah. o'clock every night, baseball tonight, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> it just became sport <laughs> yeah. for me. It was Sports Center. I was just like, I would, I would watch Sports Center on loop like three, four times. Just fucking yeah. let's do it. Yeah. So you yeah, like, every every night at nine o'clock, you'd watch baseball tonight. Yeah, when basically it was, it was nine o'clock on the dot. It was every a, that day. was when it was in its heyday, though. Like, yeah, that was in the, that was in 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2, 3. Yeah, it was nine o'clock during baseball season every day. Baseball tonight at nine o'clock on ESPN. And you were watching, and it was during the summer too, so you probably didn't go to bed. So yep. you stay up and watch. So it. I watch it. Yeah. All right. So we got next up. I have something here that says dun 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 dun. dun. And then the web gems. Oh, you can miss the, the web Joker gems. is the most profitable comic book movie ever, according to Forbes. Did you ever see it? Uh, no. And it says that it, it's topped nine hundred and fifty-five million dollars worldwide after its fifth week. So, Marvel, Avengers, the balls in your court, DC. Taking its nutsack. Oh no no no! Dragging it all across your forehead. That's far. No, I'm telling you right now. Forbes just said it's the most profitable comic book movie ever. DC tried to replicate exactly what Marvel did with the whole Avengers like universe thing with the Justice League, and they shit the bed. It's okay. I'm talking about the Joker right now. This is it says the most profitable comic book movie ever. The Avengers. That's a comic book okay, thing, right? Okay, well, Avengers also has 25 very profitable movies. Marvel Marvel is 
is a comic book thing, and it's. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you right now that our generation, when it came to superheroes, was always DC with Batman and Superman. Because Batman's raw. And then now, raw with, with, now with this new generation, it's all about Iron because Man. Because you got soft ass kids, that's why. You got some soft ass, softy kids. Saying, you know, I, th- I think Batman still because of the, the Christopher Nolan Batman. Softy, movies, soft, soft, soft. This new generation, it's Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Those are like the big. Those are the new. Big superheroes right Again, now. those are supposed to be hard superheroes, and it's a bunch of soft kids that are looking up to him. That's what it is, pussies. All right, but I'm just saying, top over 955 million. Did you ever That's see? Did you, ever, did you ever see the new Batman movies with uh, Ben Affleck? No. Yeah, those were shitty. Wait, which ones are those? He did Batman Superman, and then he was in I Justice see, League. I didn't see Batman vs Superman. I didn't see Justice that League. That was no. bad. So I'll look into those. I'll see if they're on, if they're on Netflix. Although I might take a look. Robert, Robert Pattinson's the new Batman, so yeah. Okay, God. All right, let's see how that does. So maybe Batman's turning into the soft one now, or you have bad not good people making him. Or there's just nobody who's ready to put on who's ready to don the suit. I just don't know how you can top uh, Christian Bale's Batman. George Clooney. No, I didn't do that great of a job. I still Clooney sucked. Val Kilmer was underrated as Batman, man. People don't give Val Kilmer enough. I mean, I think you'd have to go, you'd have to go Christian Bale number one, Michael Keaton number two. That, that's like one A, one B of those two. Yes, Adam West, just because back in the day that was the originator or one of the one of the first ones, and then you could probably go Val Kilmer. I'd actually, maybe even Val Kilmer above Adam West, and then George Clooney put like at the bottom. Because that was not a good. That was not a good. That was not good, Batman. But you know, and then Ben Affleck, I've yet to see, so I can't. I can't insert him into the, uh, in the power rank. You know what? No, I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna do impromptu power rankings again. Nope, we're not gonna do it. All right, and then also, uh, KSI and Logan Paul fought each other this weekend. That's cool. Congratulations, YouTubers. You guys watched the fight happen. All right, and then uh, we have some here. Lady Gaga shutting down speculation about her relationship with Bradley Cooper. Once and for all, mm, their performance of the sha- uh, their performance of shallow at the 2019 Academy Awards got people talking. To which she says it was orchestrated to look like they were in love. Are you sure you're reading like up to date current events from the celebrity looks? That was like back in March when that happened. This is November six, and we didn't we didn't we didn't do a show on that day. So that's oh. four days ago. So yeah. I'm just looking at that. Sorry. And then this one's from November 7th, if that's okay. I'm going back a little bit. Perfect. Scream 5 is reportedly in the works, and fans just can't handle it. So. Right. I love that. Scream 5. You a Scream fan or no? No. I didn't honestly know about the Scream movies until I watched uh, the uh, scary movies, and then that's what got me to go back and watch the Scream movies. And then at that point, it was just kind of tough to take it seriously because I'm just like, the Scream guy is supposed to be hitting a bong, and then he's supposed to have a, a high face mask on, you know? <sighs> love the bong. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you, Flame. So, bang, yeah, bang, 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 bang. You hit it just like that to the baseball tonight theme music. All right, that'll do it for us. That's it for pop culture update. Do you have anything else to add? Because you said you put down Twitter and you've picked up Reddit, so you're slamming that. You're you're injecting that into your veins now. Yeah, Reddit's in my veins now. How's Reddit treating you? Good. I get uh, news threads. I get popular threads. Are I you a Reddit see. commenter? No, I just read stuff. Yeah, I just read. I just read it for the articles. That's what I do. I read Reddit for the articles. All right. I do have a quick announcement. Humble brag to throw out there. I texted some people around me. And just this is, again, this is a product of the Cohort Sports Report podcast. Your boy, starting next Monday, not today when you're listening to this, <laughs> next Monday, 
A week from Monday. From noon to four, Monday through Fridays, on Hot 1017, which is a top 40 station, which kind of is. I am. Well, are you actually the actual DJ? The actual, actual after midday DJ. So you choose the music? I have input in what music gets chosen. I think. I don't know. I'm going to find out more this week. We'll find out more. But I know that from 12 to 4, Monday through Friday, you can hear your boy on Hot 1017. I was going to say, if you have to choose the music, that's some pressure-packed shit. <laughs> there's, a formula, there's a formula for what they do, too. It's just like it's, it's, so it's top 40, but it's rap, pop, and R&B. But you don't go rap, rap. You don't go pop, pop. You don't go rap, R&B. You don't go pop, so there's rap. There's an algorithm for there's, it? Yes, there's an algorithm for the way that you orchestrate the music that's most appeasing to, or it gets like the... You know, it engages the listener for the longest time. It's really wild, and I'm going to be, on top of learning everything that I'm going to be doing for the radio show, I'm going to be learning how to look at shit like that and, and make it work for the, the 12 to 4. So that's going to be interesting. I look forward to that as we go forward. Uh, anything that gets me closer to a national sports radio show. Nice. Uh, one, one day. One day. Yes. And Flynn, if we're still friends, which I think we will be, maybe, yes. I'll, maybe I'll have you on. Ooh. No promises. I'll have every intention. No, How about that? Fart on live air. No, you're off. No, no Mike Francesa stuff there. You can't fall asleep and you can't fart. Oh. Unacceptable. I'm a fart guy. Offers rescinded. So I can't mm. fart. I can't fart. I can't. I can't fall asleep. I don't want it. No. All right. Uh, do you have anything to add? I have nothing to add. Congratulations. Nothing to add. Oh, thank you. I wasn't act. I wasn't looking for that. I wasn't no. fishing for compliments. That okay. was just. That was just an announcement. That hey. I'll make you a comment really quick. Yes. Go ahead. Um, what's the quarterback of the Ravens again? Lamar Jackson. He's a big neck. His <laughs> neck is big. It's like disproportional to his head. Really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Hmm. But that's all I want to say. Okay. All I right. Have, I don't have nothing nice to say about them. So on that note, that, that team on looks, that, that team looks note, good. looks good. They look good. They look really good when they're playing a winless team. You know who else looked really good when they were playing a winless team? They also played the an Steelers. undefeated team. Who? The Ravens. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, let, we got to be completely honest here. This is the thing: is that are oh, we, oh, are, back, we sure, back, back, are we back, sure? Back. Are we sure? Are we sure that the Patriots opened oh. up every single page? They gave them every single look that they got under their under what their was hat. The score, right? What was the score again? Thirty-three zero, thirty-three-three. Was that the score? Week one. Week one. Well, that, no. when you have an entire off <laughs> when you have an entire off season to prepare for an opponent, you know, one that you've actually done a pretty good job of mitigating before, you know, then it's okay. But I just want to say, you know, we're making a big deal about the about this bird team over here out of Baltimore. They look pretty good. And they beat they beat the Dolphins. They beat the Raven. I mean, they beat the Bengals, and they got lucky against the Patriots when the Patriots probably didn't open up good the entire play. Good safety there too. Good safety. Yeah, total bitch ass. Earl Thomas You're going after my quarterback, my nice. backup quarterback. I've, uh, but then it also let me know that I have a, not only a backup quarterback, but I also have a backup backup quarterback. So suck it. Suck it, Baltimore. Just you Ravens fans. Oriole fans, I love you. Tight. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm mm. there for you. All right, on that note, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Fuck you. Until next time. Deuces. Hey.
Hey, everybody done left, I need reinforcements. All alone up in this world, so much could be an orphan. I tell him shorty, yeah, she cool, but I don't need a girlfriend. I'm trying to build up my estate, and I don't need a whirlwind. Yeah, you will be the person. I'm just connected with the angle, you can see the cursive. I see you best like with the shade, and you don't need a curtain. I swear I said no once, and you a different person. Yeah, finna give your girl some. I'm on rebound shit, like I'm Dennis Robin. You hit me months ago, I lie, cause I already got some. Shit, you broke up with me first, so what's the fucking problem? Yeah, what's the fucking problem? Wouldn't even say that bitch if she was living got her. Peace and quiet lately, hella cool, it's fucking awesome. I get a lot done nowadays by the pool before I couldn't breathe. Ooh, hella smoky, goddamn. Suffocate now, I can't breathe.